Hi, everyone. Welcome, Welcome to, to Sacral Stimulation. Hi, I'm missing you too. <laughs> Guys, welcome back. Season two. Hello. Yeah. So this is Kills and I. Well, we met last week mm-hmm. after taking a break um, from our recordings. For like three weeks. Yeah, we took like three weeks off. She was traveling. I was traveling. We met last week to record. And then we just talked because we missed each other so much. And, and Glow was here. And Glow was here. And Scorpio season. And all. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> And all of the things. So we decided not to record. Yeah. Divinely led, as always, because here we are in much better vibrations. Well, we were also dishing some like shit that I was like, I don't want this. Yeah, this, yeah, we we needed to Yeah. Yeah, we needed to not record last yeah. week. <laughs> but also we were in like that that super dark you and I both, which was yeah. weird because we weren't like together. But, but we were still that together. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because, and then I told you that I felt you in the ethers and sent you Reiki. Isn't that crazy how when you really, like, connect with people, mm-hmm. like, you know, we've always been friends, but, like, our, like, actual makeup vibrationally is like, hey, it's Friday. You haven't yeah. seen her. You haven't seen her. Yeah. And then we start to, like, feel each other playing in those spaces. Yeah. And even if we get up, like, we get up early, I'm never, like, tired from, like, meeting. Yeah, because we we light each other up. Mm-hmm. We charge each other up, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But we were in that super dark night, which, if you've never been there, like, kudos to you. Yeah, good because- <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, it was... Um- that's what we wanted to do. So, well, our first episode back, we just kind of wanted to chat with you guys, fill you in, and kind of what we've been doing in our own personal lives. Mm-hmm. Welcome you back to the season. Let you know kind of what we have planned for you right, this season. Yeah. Um, and like Kale said, we um, we took three weeks off. We both just had a lot of moving pieces in our life, a lot of travel, and then Scorpio season hit. And I don't know, cool. listeners, if this is if this is for you, leave us a comment or DM us. Let us yeah. know your dark night of the soul. But, you know, Scorpio season is big death rebirth shit. And sheesh, this year and every year, you know, every single um, Scorpio new moon and Scorpio full moon season, mm-hmm. that six-month difference, I always always have some type of transfer and then on top of it we had the start of eclipse season there's a lot of shit in the sky guys if you were right yeah both plutos and retrograde a lot of shit going on in the sky Mm -hmm. that if you've been in some rocky space these last 30 days i mean what is today may 28th 27th Mm -hmm. so it's may 27th today that we're recording you guys probably won't hear this until august but yeah for a while, but <laughs> if you were beginning of May or all of May, actually, Seriously. in any type of like vibrationally low spot or just like it doesn't always have to be low, right? Sometimes the death and the rebirth could be something that you've been trying to shake off for a long time. Because mm-hmm. I was kind of in it for three, like through the past three months. Yeah, and I it feel creeps like I up. Yeah, out. yeah, like it was like. It was slow at first, and then I got into the middle of it, and I was like, I can't shake this. I can't get out of it. I really couldn't do much. Like, And then I finally like admitted to myself that I was like depressed, and then that's when like like I admitted that, and then it like skyrocketed, and then it like I'm mm-hmm. on that slow come down back to like neutral now. Mm-hmm. 
I think too, like for me, when, cause like habitually, like my normal everyday energetic makeup and how I show up in the world is usually like very high vibrational. Like I can, I can move through my days without like letting like traffic or someone cut me off or the lady at McDonald's being a bitch or like little things in life, like get me down. If anything, I like to think of myself as like this big bright light, just trying to like you know, fight the war of like kindness, (laughs) you know, like a little kind warrior out here, just like doing what I can to spread love. But like during this dark night of the soul, like I was on the other side of that. Like I was on the like, "Eh." like just so, and it, and it was a combination of things retrograde for sure. I'm sure played in because I was revisiting a lot of the same cycles and a lot of the Mm -hmm. same things that I was like I thought I was fucking done with this like I thought we handled this like why is this back and why is it back so raw and so open and so vulnerable and you know that's the part that trips me up the most because it's like how many more fucking times do I have to end up forever and that's what I came to and that's why I felt like I needed to die because I was like holy shit like it we are cyclic in nature like we know that but like to know that you're just going to continue to you know it doesn't stop yeah you just have to like and I I normally looked at it before as like when those things come like I have all the tools in my toolbox we talked about the toolbox before and I know what I need to do to make myself feel better but sometimes you don't want to feel better yeah you're just like this is the season for me to just like sit and just be with it and then that what happens is people stay there forever. Then eventually it becomes their personality and then it becomes yeah. their, her, their vibration and the reality starts to match it. And then boom, you're, you're fucking too far in the hole. Yeah. Well, you're never too far in the hole. Okay. Let me just you say that. You can always out. come back but out. But the more, the further you go, the more energy. Yeah. It's the more energy. Back. And yeah. like, you know, you don't want to just like, I tore everything down in my life yeah. <laughs> during that time. And Jess was like, except for your studio, except for, well, yeah, except for my studio. But even then, like vibrationally, mm-hmm. my studio feels it. Yeah. My studio definitely feels when I'm in a depressed mode, you know, cause I am, I am my studio. Like I not, I am the, the, the legs and the gas and the mm-hmm. behind the scenes logistics of the studio. So and when I'm in my space, like, and I need time, like I will shut my phone off and just if you if like I will put all my responsibilities to the back yeah. burner and just cry. Which like <laughs> right, which like let's let's go off of that because that's so important because you and I both um like you offer healing offerings like in the form of yoga. Like you're mm-hmm. every time I go to your class, I feel like I'm on a new like vibration every single mm-hmm. time. Thank you, I love you. Yeah. And then um I love you too, by the way. <laughs> and then like I offer Reiki and all that other stuff, mm-hmm. but like you and I are very aware that like when we get in that space, like you said, all your shit aside, I, even if I try and schedule, like you can't show up, I can't, I can't. And that's the thing too. There's sometimes like with, I can do, I can put on a yoga class and yeah. not be, as long as I could be authentic about it. And I teach my girls this in YTT too, mm-hmm. like. You don't always have to transcend your low vibrations to show up as a spiritual healer mm-hmm. of any sort. You know what I mean? Like there's ways that you can incorporate your um, like make the personal universal, mm-hmm. like take my personal bullshit and make it apply to everyone. You know, yeah. like when 
I went through my shit losing my cousin, you know, like that was that was some big shit for me. And that that kind of is what spiraled my dark night of the soul, obviously, because death does that sometimes, you know, and that spiraled it. And then I had a, a big shift in Costa Rica and then I had a big shift when I came back and spent like 10 days in an RV with my family. So it's just been like a lot of eye opening realizations about just life and motherhood and being a wife and owning a business and just like seeing things that are every day in my life in a different light was like it was interesting on top of all the shit happening in the stars right right right. so yeah it was um it was and it it still feels weird talking about it because I still feel like I'm kind of in it right now yeah it's and like not a depression. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like still Boom. kind of there, but like you're not bleeding. Yeah. It's like that. It's like, yeah, it's like the the last little bit coming out. And what's weird, and I don't know if anyone listening or if you, Kales, you know, you've been here before, but it's almost like I remember this when like my dad died. Mm-hmm. And I was so like guilty for like being happy after he died. Like yeah. if I smiled or laughed or – And it's like, this is how these painful, sad spaces become addicting because like, there's some times where I'm like, I'll smile about something in the midst of my little depressed spout. And I'm like, oh no, no, wait, we're sad. Yeah. And I have to remind myself and I'm like, no, like that's, you're, you're holding on to this space. Like, Mm -hmm. it's okay to not, you know, to like move on, to transmute it, to figure out how we're going to step forward with it. Yeah. I remember feeling that because my dad fell and he was paralyzed in the hospital for three months. And I remember coming to the conclusion, like um, the the conclusion that it would be easier if he died for like everybody, because, you know, he didn't want to be paralyzed and Mm. he would have had to been in like a nursing home for the rest of his life. And I remember like coming to that conclusion and then being like so sad because I was like, how dare I like, Kill him off. Kill him off like that. But at the same time, like, so anytime anything happy would happen, like, I would get back in that space. But, like, at the same time, like, he knew it, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, it was it was very sad. But also, like, it was the first time I had ever seen my dad sober in my whole life. So, like, I just kind of had to take that as, like, the good part of it. Yeah. Um, Like, I remember him looking at me and telling me that, like, I was beautiful, like, one time, like, in the hospital. And it was, like, the best moment of, like, our relationship ever. Damn. So, like, every time I would get sad about that, I would try and remember that. But it was heavy, and I ran from it. Like, you you might have sat in it a little more than I did, but, like, I didn't – I literally taught yoga every single day after my dad died for like a year and I ran my energy like out like my yeah. gas no I energy. did too a little bit yeah. I think we do that too like as people or maybe it's just something we feel or maybe it's because we feel vibrationally good all the time when we don't feel good we're just like okay let's fix this yeah and that sometimes you know That's kind of turns into out. like bypassing sometimes it's like we don't want to get stuck there too long but also like those those low points in our life are lessons they're spaces for us to like take the fucking glasses off Mm -hmm. take off the filters take off everything strip it down to what it is and look at it and say okay 
It's like full moon shit. You know, like every yes. time the full moon comes, the light of the full moon illuminates your shadows. It illuminates your sticky shit. Yeah. Full moon, Scorpio season, total eclipse, mm-hmm. when big shit is happening in the sky or big shit happening in your life, traumatic things, losing someone big or, yeah, you know, big life shit. It always smacks you on your ass, knocks mm-hmm. your fucking filter, your glasses off and has you look at what you're sitting in yeah. like. And, then, mm. and we have we did an episode on this like way back at the beginning of season one of like it's okay to be there just like don't stay there yeah don't stay there too long mm-hmm. because then that turns into who you are mm-hmm. know know that these things are happening this is where I'm at right now it's like all of this heavy shit is happening for me it's happening for me like where is my lesson yeah where is my um like what what am I here for why like I know that I'm here and that my soul chose to be here and that everything that happens to me mm-hmm. around me and my environment and my situation is happening for me and it's pushing me to grow. It's pushing me to recourse my route. It's mm-hmm. pushing me to sit down for a second. Like, and that has been really helping is just going back to my faith of like, everything is happening for me, not to me. It's happening for me. Where's my lesson in this darkness? Where's my where am I being pushed to expand, to grow, to get better, to get more, to learn myself more, to stand in my truth a little bit better? Yeah. yeah. And coming out, like, I do feel like I'm able to connect, like, at, like, a deeper level. And every single time this happens, right? I feel like I can connect deeper I literally deeper, just deeper. said that with Nani because, yes. like, things that are going on in my life right now – on top of me just struggling with my dark night of the soul and just like who I am as a person in my own like womanly shit. Yeah. I got mom shit going on too. You know, like Nani is going to be 15 next month. She just went through her first breakup, her first little heartbreak. Oh, no. Yeah. So that has been a whole interesting little thing. And um, so she's been like right alongside me through her little dark spouts, which has been really great to remind myself that like someone's watching yeah. how I handle my darkness. And I'm very open with my children. Like, Joe's still young, but like my daughter, I'm open with her about everything. Like she's not stupid. She's been growing up with me my whole life. So she knows when I'm sad and I don't, you know, even when it's about shit that has nothing to do with her, like I try to keep her in the loop as much as much as I can with me and how I move through things because that's important for her to see that like it does happen. Like we all go through these I call them dark nights of the soul. Sometimes they're dark hours of the soul. Sometimes they're dark months of the soul. Sometimes it's dark years. <laughs> Not if I have any help, but, but you know, but I, I mean, I, my, I'm sorry. When oh, you like, when you timeline it and look back on it, sometimes yeah. you could be like, damn, 2020 was a rough year or a 2018 <laughs> has been like, I've been going through. And sometimes it does take that long. So yeah. if you've been in it for a long time, that's cool. Especially you. if you're in your Saturn return or if you have, like, if you're in your Sarisati mm-hmm. like I was. like. But sometimes it's just switching that perspective. Like, where's yeah. my lesson? Yeah. And By I the way, really it, now that we record um, at my house and you guys know we have Joey, we also have a new buddy in the back. A new buddy. Coming. We got a dog, Flint Lockwood. Flint Lockwood. That's been another thing. Puppies are so cute and I want one so bad. And I wanted a companion for yoga at the studio. And then I got a puppy and it's like, okay, puppies are constantly testing my patience. You know, I forgot how much work this was. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So what's going on with you? 
Um, so I'm coming out of it too, you know, and, um, it's, you know, it's getting better. Um, but you know, Alex and I have had some troubles, uh, and I won't, I try not to have sex with him either. Cause that like my energy, if my energy's off, like, I don't want to be giving that to him either. Cause once I do that, like that'll just get mm-hmm. even worse. Um, but I am excited to come back. I'm excited that we did. There's no, there's, um, it's no secret that like it was divinely guided that we took a break when we did. No, it, it happened so perfectly. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So coming back for season two, our intention is to just be fucking juicier as fuck. We yeah. You guys were so, up. yeah, we got some cool ass mm-hmm. fucking guests that we're going to bring on some people from season one, coming back, filling us in. Kales yeah. and I just want to crack ourselves wide open and share with you guys. Get more personal. Just, yeah. Let sure. you guys in a little more. We want to learn you a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, bomb ass woman that we are going to interview we already have connected to a few of them we're going to come back after your rewilding retreat which is going to be oh my god yeah we should we'll talk about that yeah, yeah we'll talk we about got that. lots we'll of things so going on kills has lots of offerings too in mm-hmm. her own personal life and what she has going on mm-hmm. i have lots of shit going on at the studio so we want to keep you guys. Phases. You'll have cycle two starting yeah. like soon after that. We missed you guys so fucking much. Seriously. Me and Kales just said, did did our break contribute to our dark night of the soul? <laughs> or did it just align yeah. with it? Because we couldn't tell. Because yeah. we love these. When we started this, like seriously, life got so juicy, like immediately when we started this. And I did think that. I was like, is it because we stopped? But like we both, we did we did, We did need a break, because yeah. Because the first week I was traveling, the second week you were traveling, and that third week we were both in that. Yeah. Like we were both in that spot. And like I said, at the end of last season, I never want this to get stale. Just like I don't want my sex life to get stale. Yeah, so. we didn't want to just show up and do it because – and the, we talked about doing seasons, and I think I like this idea, too, just yeah. so we can have some time to integrate, because the integration is important, guys. Yeah. You can watch and listen to all of our episodes, anybody's episodes. You can read all the books, learn all the things, but What's if you don't stop. For me, I fucking can make myself squirt every time I use my special vibrator. And that's really, really dope. And what's interesting for me is you're over here, like, squirting on the regular, and I, me and G were arguing, like, a week before my period so we didn't fuck that week and mm-hmm. then I'm bleeding right now so it's been like 12 days and it feels like I'm a virgin again so <laughs> I'm gonna get you because <laughs> right what I so, like about it is you can use it on your period because if you just use the clit stimulator it doesn't get all messy and for me it helps my cramps okay go. I'm in yeah and apparently you can order this thing on Amazon Woo-hoo. yeah I tried to find it but I'll look I'll look harder I'll get the name of it all right, we got lots of juice coming for you guys. We miss okay. you like hell. Yeah. Um, for, welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. We'll see, see you, you next week. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye.